0: Show. Get that fun feeling in the
1: morning. This is it. A Very good morning to you, Christy at Bodge for Harvey Norman, Port Macquarie. It's six oh four, um, and uh, feeling pretty good this morning. It's very cold as always. We're expecting that, but I'm I'm beginning to gauge Christy, and welcome to you. I the like coldness it. Um, it used to be by nipple. Sharpness and um, <laughs> hardness. Yeah. And then I started gauging how cold it was by um, pain or attraction. Right. Right. Okay. And now I'm judging how cold it is when I get out of bed um, by how bad my foot hurts. So, um, I mean, everyone Old just... man. Well, jumps. farmers use their own techniques. The Bureau of Meteorology use their own techniques. Um, and I've got three of my own, so.
2: Do you touch each of them and go, hmm, I predict today is going to be a very chilly day.
1: It was very awkward because I touched Alicia's and she's hers was nice and soft and I touched my nipples. I got I could cut through paper with them. That's our shall anyway enough about my body parts. Um it's big show today. Look, we're gonna replay something. Shortly, uh, the Port Macquarie Hastings Mayor, Peter Pinson, we had her on yesterday, mm. and she revealed something that...
2: It's quite it, shocking that you would never have expected, particularly where this woman is at. Well, that.
1: see, you knew about this, and I did not, mm. and because of um, a certain week that starts on Sunday that I'm the ambassador for, um, it was quite a good thing to hear, so we're going to play that again, because... Uh, there's been a lot of people messaging me and talking to me about that. We will do that. Um, but we've got lots of other stuff to get stuck into now.
2: Yeah, we do. Censorship game. Or is it Little Bits today?
1: Uh, I after can't 6:30. tell you. I can't <laughs> tell you. It's an absolute secret. That means I haven't done it yet. But I will organise stuff
2: Hang on. Formal. Hang on. Today's Bodger in a Movie. Have you done that as well?
1: No, I haven't done that. That's after 7.30. So there's a lot that I haven't done today. But I, I will get on the ball. I promise.
0: Christian Vodge on the Mid North Coast's Hit FM.
1: Yesterday we had the Port Macquarie Hastings Mayor Peter Pinson on. Now you got her on the show, Christy, and I thought it was literally just to discuss an idea I had, but um, you knew something I didn't. Yeah. And um, uh, we're going to play just the audio now because I think it was that important to hear someone of her stature talk about this that. Um, it needs to be replayed. And
2: it is something that's close to her heart as well with homelessness. Now, Borch, there's something that you don't know about our Mayor, Peter Penson. Uh, she went through a similar story to you at the same age with your leaving Bollocks. home at 16.
3: Uh,
1: well, legit, is this true?
4: This is true. And at 16, there were no mobile phones, let me tell you. So, yes, oh, oh my God, um, I came from a fairly stable um uh, home i had a mum and a dad right. and grew up in the in a military surround um my mother really was the sergeant major and um and she ran the household um and i just happened to uh you know uh meet a boy that my parents didn't approve of oh. and uh so yeah the the longer i was with him um the more my mother disliked him mm. and um, tossed all my belongings out on the front lawn. I'll never forget it. And I thought, very much like you when I read your story, oh, it'll be right, you know, she'll get over it and let me back in. And and, uh, that never happened. So, actually, at 17, I actually had to leave high school I had big plans for myself and having this big career, so I had to leave high school to get a job because um, I bought a house with my then-boyfriend, who is now my husband of 32 years. (laughs) At
1: 17?
4: (laughs) I had to buy a house, Bodge, so I couldn't be homeless anymore. Shapers. Wow. I couldn't even rent one. And that's
2: why she's where she is today. Well Well done. (laughs) So,
4: uh, look, I totally get it, and I, I understand the isolation. The fear, the not belonging, um, yeah. you know, the loneliness. It's just, you, the sadness that comes with that. Mm-hmm. I mean, everyone deserves a home and to be safe, And, um, you know, and you do feel so different from your friends. So when I read your story, I thought you're the perfect um, poster boy, so the ambassador mm-hmm. of homelessness, um, because you really understand it and you've lived it until you live through certain um, challenges in yeah. life, yeah. you know, it's hard to comprehend how that feels. So, yeah. well done to you. I think um, I think you'll do it justice, Bodge. So, that
1: was that was the Port Macquarie Hastings Mayor. Now, I didn't know this. You knew that before we went on with the interview, Christy. You yeah. knew that.
2: So, it's because I contacted the Mayor, uh, Peter Benson. Her and I will just cheekily text message each other, okay. you know, she's a good lady and um, like I just said, look, Bodge wants to put an ID to you and I, I never give a the context because I don't want to frighten her or oh, maybe her... That does frighten of... people. <laughs> no,
1: Bodge <laughs> wants to talk to you on the radio. I mean, people just say no because they're not sure what's going to happen. No,
2: she knows uh, what you're like and goes, right, I'll, I'll just see how we go with this. But it, I don't want to make her pull out last minute on the off chance that it could be something yeah, yeah. Uh, really, really skewy. But um, no, uh, we said we're going to be talking about Homelessness Week and, and the great things that you're doing as an ambassador. Mm. And then that's when she said, oh, by the way, I'll let Bodge know. And I thought I'll hold this one to you till we're on air. Let him know that I was kicked out of home as well. well I cannot believe it.
1: Homelessness Week does start on the 2nd uh, of August, which is this Sunday, and runs right through till the following Saturday. So I wanted to get a head start. I wanted to get a head start, and I asked her whether or not it would be feasible to have a notice board with like a kind of a map on there mm. um, and I already had a place in mind of where I wanted it to be and that 's the uh, the the bus station, the bus depot on Gordon street in port Macquarie and yeah. if this takes off i 'd love to have it done in other areas oh, as well we 'll get in touch with the other council as well, but this is the this is the first one, so mm. if it gets done. I I want that to be something that maybe uh, it's going to have all the services and shelters and things that people who are sleeping rough um, can sort of go and and, and see. Because the first thing I remember thinking when I was homeless at 16 wasn't, you know, I hate my mum or anything like that. It was nothing like that. It was, what do I do now? Where am I going to go? So to have a, a board with it all on of where you can go would be nice
2: and absolutely beautiful and and we on the mid north coast can help out as well there's a surf at home appeal so yeah. you can get sponsored to sleep on your couch through homelessness week which is starting from this sunday as you say through to um, monday the 8th of august so go and uh, register mm. at port macquarie homelessness now i spoke
1: to tracy from new horizons yesterday and trace is doing something uh, really really special uh, if we get to five thousand dollars so i'll tell you about that in just a sec the mid
0: north coast gets up with christian barge
3: on,
2: on Hit FM. Are you okay?
0: Yeah, I did. I have... just
2: need to point out something. I'm oh. just going to give a bit of commentary here. So while we're playing that song by Benny, just then I could hear. And our studios are soundproof, well, partially.
1: No, they they more or less are. Yeah.
2: And I didn't have the song up too loud. And I'm sitting here, and I hear this faint scream. I thought that's a bit weird. Like, no, what's that? And I hear a thump at mm. before the scream. I looking around. I'm like, Bodger's out in the kitchen," but I cannot see him. There's a big, um, big wall in front of where you ended up being, and I slightly moved from my seat, and I see you laying on the ground, yeah, <laughs> rubbing your head. <laughs> Me and Lee Jollo, our newsreader, bolt out there when we realised that something went down. Do you want to tell everybody what happened? I was
1: making a cup of tea, right, as I do of a morning, little green tea. I thought, you know what, this is a nice morning. We've had a good start to the show. Super lonely started playing after we talked about homelessness, which made me feel like a piece of crap. Um, But I didn't see it in there. And I was homeless once, so I can't get in trouble, even if I was making fun, which I wasn't. Anyway, I was thinking about all this stuff, because you know what i might I think about a million things through my mind. And uh, I'm a nutcase, so it's all good. Um, And I forgot to shut the top cupboard, and they're quite heavy doors. And I was putting something in the dishwasher, and I turned around, and as my head came up... I hit the bottom corner of the cupboard door that was above me, and um, I dropped straight to the floor. Dropped straight to the floor. It's, it is so painful. Even now, I've got I've got a headache.
2: You didn't just drop straight to the floor. You did a little scream.
1: It was not a little scream. It was. If I you could heard, hear you in a
2: soundproof studio, that's what I mean. that was a scream. That's
1: what I mean. You heard a little scream. I, I yelled very, very loudly. Oh, really?
2: Really? <laughs> It and was it was that
1: bad. and it was an obscenity as well.
2: Oh god! So you
1: probably didn't hear the word I said, but it was pretty bad. <laughs> no, and, but, but the <laughs> other thing is, I felt the door move in its hinges. Oh, so and I it's tried, gonna break. I tried to replicate that movement with my hand. I was like, "Does it move? Like when you go up and down?" And it didn't. So I must have hit it really hard. <laughs>
2: it's so hard that you ended up with little tears in your eyes. I was, no, I was worried that's, for
1: you. No, it's not. It's not tears. It's sweat because <laughs> I work hard. <laughs> Uh, right. You
2: okay, though? Yeah. You're to have a big no, uh, egg we, on your head.
1: We need, a, we need to get to a break. I need okay. to – I've actually – I have got a really bad headache.
2: I've got some Penadol, so just yeah. I don't
1: think I was going to do anything. But I'll, um, I'll take that anyway. I'll take about five of them. Anyway, we'll, we'll hit some ads, some lovely ads. You love the lovely ads. Um, We'll get into a song, and then uh, we'll come back in just a moment, and we'll talk about what happened when I uh, went to New Horizons yesterday. I had to drop something off.
0: <laughs> The, the, the one to get up. A fresh way to get up. Christian and Barge on Hit FM.
1: Yesterday, Christy, I, because um, we're moving, obviously. We move into the new place tomorrow, in fact.
2: <laughs> it's a big um, deal.
1: It is a big deal. I had to get rid of some stuff. I'm, I'm too big for a lot of clothing. So I took some clothing and I went and um, donated it and whatever else.
2: That's As the best time when you move house. I love it. It's like, it's like therapy when you just declutter yeah. and you colour a lot of stuff that you don't need. Just don't make the mistake of taking things with you and then realising it doesn't fit in your yeah, house. Get no rid point. of it first.
1: That's what I, I like to do that, a purge almost. And the clothes were good. And um, uh, we, before we left, um, Alicia said, you know what? While we're there, just across the street is uh, is New Horizons. I said, so it is. And she goes. We could take that big old bag of toiletries that you said that you were going to donate.
2: Now <laughs> the toiletries that I know where you get them from. Well, I take them from. I've
1: been t- collecting them from hotel rooms for. Years,
2: which is many weird. years. Like if you take them, it's so then you can use them at home when you might be a light on when it comes to your necessities, yeah. or when you go away, like you need all the little travel size things.
1: But I, I've been kind of just keeping them and just collecting them and hoarding them, and I don't know why. <laughs> or I didn't know why. Um, I went to uh, I went to New Horizons yesterday, and as the uh, the newly appointed Port Macquarie Hastings homelessness awareness ambassador for Homelessness Week next week. Um, I I did take all of those there and I realized yesterday that the reason that I collect them all and it made me quite sad is because when I was homeless, it was super hard to stay clean. It was so hard to stay clean. I've said before, finding food and finding somewhere to sleep was actually pretty easy. It wasn't pleasant but it was easy.
2: So when you were finding these things in hotels, you think that subconsciously your your mind was going I just need to keep these just well, in case um something might happen I need to have them. I, I, no thought
1: went into it. No thought went into it. In my mind nothing was happening. I was just collecting them like they were like you see a, a you know the the Bower birds that collect all everything all the blue. blue and they put it in their nest. It was like that. I don't even I didn't even know why. I just I wanted that collection. Yeah. So there was no thought process whether something in my subconscious was doing it or not. I have no idea, but when it was sort of explained to me, and it wasn't at New Horizons, it was as I was, um, you know, doing my stuff yesterday that uh, someone said it. They said, "Well, could it be this?" And I was like, yeah. "I just it, it twigged," and I was like, "Oh my god, maybe that's, um, maybe that's a thing. Maybe that's why I've been collecting. Maybe it was why it was so hard to give them up. It's yeah. so <laughs> weird. It's such a weird thing. I know how obtuse it sounds to not want to give." Uh, a collection of mini toiletries to a place that looks after people sleeping rough. I know how bad that sounds, but um, and <laughs> it's that's a why, normal thing. That's why we did um on the on the Port Macquarie Hastings homelessness awareness page. We um, did a photo, and I've got a big frowny face on.
2: Port McCray Hastings Homelessness Awareness. Yeah, oh, yeah.
1: says Bodge came into New Horizons to donate his stash of products that he has been collecting from hotels. Very sad to part ways, and was nearly a tug of war. It was a tug of war. Oh,
2: hang on. So there's a here's the photo. Uh, you're yeah. next to a lovely lady, and uh, you've got a little brown paper bag. What? Why are you? Why do you look sad though?
1: I just told you why I look sad. That's why. I literally, yeah, that's why. They as I went to hand them the bag. They went to take it, and I was pulling it back closer towards me, and then I had to let go. It was like a scene from a movie. I felt terrible. You
2: were really that upset.
1: Yeah, and it, it goes further than that. This is where the therapy felt like it was starting. Um, I've got a collection of soaps that I love. Right, I've got, I don't know why, but I love collecting soaps. I put them in my um, in my linen cupboards. That's right. I can said make linen. Them smell. I said linen cupboard. I'm nearly thirty two. I can say that, right? Nothing's folded in there. I'm still cool. Um, But it makes things smell nice. So I've got an array of nice smelling soaps. I've got a a chalk mint one. I've got a nice big honeycomb one. I love going to Lush when I'm in Newcastle and getting bath bombs. So I've got a load of all these different nice smelling things.
2: Things that you just leave there but don't use.
1: No, it's not about that. I don't want to use some of them because they smell nice. I use the scrubby. You know, it's got the little bee thing and it smells like honey and all that. I love that sort of stuff. Plus, I wanted to reduce my plastic use, so I've been getting bars of different things. But um, that also might be uh, because of uh, the fact that I was homeless and and, and and couldn't find a way to clean myself properly without you know going to a, a, a public toilet or something and getting some soap out of the the thing and rubbing it under my arms and then pretending I'm just washing my hands when someone walks in. <laughs> so it was a it was a real it was a real thing for me. It was a really yeah.
2: It's, it's a tough time that you would have went through, it, they, and I, I'm glad that you uh, did your part by donating the be, ones that being, you've been collecting. Yeah,
1: being the ambassador, like, I didn't think it was going to be a huge thing, but I've had to confront some weird stuff, man. I haven't wanted to do it. I know. I haven't wanted to do it. I've, I, nearly, I nearly wanted to uh, pull out of all this, to be honest, because I was, it was tough to talk about it. And you know me. I don't, I don't muck around. Nothing's hard for me to talk about.
2: No, but so, this is one that um, I think it made a big difference in your life.
1: Yeah, well, let's hope that I can do something with it. Got a couple of ideas. One I've already spoken to the mayor about, so.
0: Hit FM with Christian and Vodge.
2: A fresh way to get up on your radio.
1: I was meant to get you trained up for the City to Surf, which may or may not go ahead, but as we've found out so far from uh, some of the athletes that we've spoken to...
2: It's a 50-50 chance that City to Surf in Sydney will yeah. happen in October.
1: Yeah, but the athletes that we've spoken to already have said, regardless of whether it's on or not, and I think Riley Bat said it best, basically, that you just keep training. You yeah. keep training. You keep making sure that... You, know, you take breaks when you can, but yep. um, yeah, make sure that you just continue the best you can.
2: And try not... To fail, which yep. is basically what happened yesterday uh, you know between what? the two of us. Because you were meant to be my coach. you meant to be an inspiration. And you do realize what a coach means yeah, when it comes yeah, yeah, to yeah. training somebody. It doesn't mean just stand there and delegate. They're the boot camp ones. They're those I didn't do uh, that vicious trainers that uh, just yell down your throat. The good trainers are the ones that do the hard work with you. They're alongside you, running, cheering you on, getting you going so you don't give in. Yeah, No, I, I was... What were you I, doing?
1: Well, hold up. First off... um. If you're not a member of the UFC, which is the Unfortunate Foot Club, uh, you can become one. We started that the other day, and uh, we've got four members now, which <laughs> is great. Two of them are us, which, you know, we've got two members then, I guess.
2: And this is the thing. Don't use your foot as an excuse. I have to. I have a, I have a terrible foot too, yet I was out there. Attempting to I, I,
1: run. <laughs> I got a bung toe. It literally it turns a different direction know, halfway through.
2: <laughs> it doesn't it doesn't hold anymore.
1: And I have to put all the weight on the other foot. It's terrible. So I did my best. I thought, oh guy, they won't show you up. And we only went over to the oval across from where our studio is. And I'm
2: so grateful that everyone here in the office uh, is too busy doing work that they didn't look out out, out and, the balcony watching and us
1: falls. The other problem is it had been wet overnight, so it was a little bit dewy. <laughs>
2: Yeah, Mr. Hobbler. And I didn't want to (laughs) slip. stuck in the mud.
1: (laughs) So what I thought I'd do was I just thought I'd just, I'll take it easy. I'll watch you from a distance, from afar. Yeah, yelling. And I will admire your dedication. And I did that thing they do in montages with the, you know, where they're standing in the distance, the trainer's there, and they just sort of, they nod with that smile like it's all, the plan's all coming together. You know how you see in a montage? Yeah. you got the supportive friend nodding slowly. Yeah,
2: Yeah. You weren't really supportive, though. You were just yelling, you're not going fast enough. You're not going fast enough. Yeah, well, I wanted... And then impressed by yourself. Well, a st- little
1: nod. Well, I still wanted you to be done because I was hungry and wanted a sandwich, but... <laughs> you know, I The quicker I you did, get around the circuit, the quicker I can go and have a, have a
2: feed. <laughs> I know. I know I did a few little laps, oh. but this is what's so disheartening for me is that I don't even reckon I got two laps around this little circle. I don't even think it's like 400 metres. It's not even an oval. It's just a... Yeah. A field.
1: You and I used to work out every lunchtime. I know. We used to work out together. We did that for part of this year. Then COVID hit. And like a lot of people, I think everyone's um, uh, training regimes and uh, maybe even food, eating, all that out sort of stuff. Out the window. Out the window because everyone was uh, thrown off course. And that's a first world problem in terms of... Um, the COVID-19 situation, yeah. so we're not uh, making any light of that. But I think that we were on track to do quite well because I've seen you at the gym and you would constantly would look up at the screens to see well, how your heart rate and your everything was going and you'd be like top two. Yeah. So, and you, the the top person's normally the trainer, so I, I know, you're but very you know, competitive. You
2: know what the issue was? I did have my Fitbit on yesterday <laughs> yeah. and while you started me off and started saying, ready, three, two, one, go – start running. My GPS didn't work. Turns out the app was down yesterday, so oh. it couldn't tell me how many Ks I was running for. Wonderful so, as you're running, like, I'm, I'm giving like, up, I can't tell how fast I, I'm going, how, how my heart rate's doing. Yeah,
1: I could see you on the other side of, it's not really an oval, it's just sort of a patch of green, but it was far enough away, and I'm like, why is she looking at the time? <laughs> why is she looking, who cares what the time is? I'm hungry.
2: Oh, yeah. It's you, hungry time. You were hungry. I bet you so raised home to eat some food. You know what I did, though? Yeah. Even though I didn't. Didn't do too much training. I went yeah. home and ate a block of chocolate.
1: Oh, Christy, you've ruined <laughs> oh, sorry. it.
2: Sorry,
1: you have absolutely ruined it. We're gonna get um, we're gonna get an athlete on tomorrow. We're doing that. Once a week, we're trying to get an athlete on to uh, to discuss Christy's terrible form and what she can do to improve it because
2: I'm not much of a coach.
3: Get up with Christy and Bodge on the Mid-North Coast, Hit FM.
2: Before you were saying that athletes, they generally need to get a lot of sleep in the lead up to games, training, whatever oh, it is. I mean, I expect so. I'm it,
1: only sort of guessing. You'd
2: you think they would, but yeah. I remember reading somewhere about Cristiano Ronaldo, the the footballer, the soccer guy.
1: Yeah, the soccer guy. Yeah, yeah. Okay.
2: <laughs> the man of that caliber, I know yeah. he's 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 the top billing when it comes to that sort of sport. But um, he only does like five naps a day, and that's all he sleeps. Like he doesn't sleep through the night. He does five naps a day of like ninety right. minutes.
1: Which is weird. That's confusing. You said he only does five naps a day, and I'm like, hang on a second, that's a lot. But now you're telling me how many hours per nap?
2: So 90 minutes per nap, Jesus. and he does it five times a day. So he doesn't leave sleep would be up sleep most of the night then. Yeah, it, which is weird, and I don't understand why. It's like there was somewhere I remember reading it that they had the full like what his day, uh, day schedule looks like and how he's up through the night and then goes for a little uh, little nap again and then back up again, does some work, yeah. goes for some training. And Dwayne the Rock Johnson, he sleeps like me. I only get about four to five hours sleep a night, maximum six, and he's four hours a night.
1: I'm sorry. I'm just picturing The Rock. (laughs) Up against me. With cold hands and cold feet pestering Michael in bed in a little sort of uh, C-shape with his body, and Michael going, Dwayne, come on. And he's like, I'm sorry, I've got cold hands.
2: It's not my fault. Imagine spooning The Rock.
1: (laughs) it would be like spooning an actual like big boulder of a thing. There. He'd be rock hard. <laughs> he would not be cuddly or soft or anything.
2: Oh gosh, yeah. So <laughs> it makes me think that maybe maybe there's nothing wrong with me with
1: we'll, my minimum sleep. Well, we'll find out. We have got a sleep expert coming on, which you've organised because you're trying to catch me out on something. But we will find out. We will find out. It's coming up. The Mid North
0: Coast gets up with Christian Barge Turn the radio
3: on. on Hit
2: FM, and
1: we've been talking about sleep and how much sleep we get and how much sleep you should
2: get. You and I are probably not the best people to give anyone advice when it comes to sleeping because you sleep too much and I sleep too little. That's why we've got a sleep expert on this morning. We've got Dr. Carmel Harrington from
3: Sleep for Health. Good morning. Good morning. How are you? I'm
1: confused, if I'm honest (laughs) with you. I'm confused, Dr. Carmel, uh, because um, I find that I'm happier if I've had a little nap in the afternoon.
3: Well, absolutely. Um, Sleep is very much um, connected with our our mood. So when we're sleeping, what we need to sleep, we're pretty happy. And in fact, happiness is is very much correlated to good sleep. So there you go. No wonder you feel a bit better. But it does depend on how much sleep you get every 24 hours. We need, you know, research tells us somewhere between seven to nine hours. And like most of us get that in one consolidated period. Um, But if you work shift or have to get up really early like you guys do, then maybe you need to do what Bodge does and um, have a little sleep in the afternoon to make up for the
1: fact you can only get five hours overnight. I operate better if I've had four to five hours sleep or more than 10, like if I've had a really big sleep, which (laughs) very rarely happens. Anything in between, I feel like I I just, I wake up and I'm not at my my full potential. Is that strange sort of thing to think that four to five hours sleep is actually, I'm more, you know,
3: with it? Well, I have to say, if you're sleeping two to three hours in the afternoon and four to five hours overnight, then you're getting your complement of eight hours, aren't you, in the 24-hour period? true.
2: So what about mums, though? Because with newborns, they barely get any sleep. So as long as they're getting there maybe eight hours, but in, like, little naps, because they're going to get a lot of sleep in bursts and and barely any. Because I know Cristiano Ronaldo, the the footballer, he um, apparently naps five times a day for like 90 minutes each and that's all he does. He I doesn't sleep it. at night. Like So th- that's weird, but I guess that's what mums do. Uh,
3: mums tend... It's interesting. I just attended a symposium on this yesterday um, that mums, when they breastfeed, actually have what we call really high sleep efficiency and really they get so much deep sleep. Now, the deep sleep is a thing that restores us physically and, you know, makes our muscles work well and our, uh, our system work well. So they get almost three times the amount of deep sleep than control mu- p- people who haven't got babies and bottle-feeding mums, okay? So what the body does is when you're breastfeeding, it actually makes sure you get that type of sleep that restores you physically so that your sleep is more efficient and they actually don't need as much sleep. So That's the fact incredible. That, yeah, isn't it amazing? It yeah. really is. Um, the body is fantastic. It's so yeah. I so for those poor mums that are bottle feeding because they're not getting the consolidated sleep that they need. But, um, yeah, so if with young mums, what they need to do is try to keep account of how much sleep they are getting. And as a rule of thumb, what I say to my new parents is that, Each of you need your complement of sleep, okay? You both need it to keep your good mental health. So um, keep a track of what you're sleeping and what your partner's sleeping. And if you've had two days in a row that you've got less than six hours in a 24-hour period, that's the night, the third night, you need a night off. So you might have to plan, you know, if you're breastfeeding to express milk. But every third day you need to get what you need to get in in terms of sleep. And so that has saved people's um, (laughs) mental health in lots of ways because people forget how much they sleep very quickly. Mm. And once you're sleep deprived, you just get less and less um, on on the ball, don't you? You get yeah, more true. and more vague, more and more able, less and less able. So sometimes just jotting it down is a good idea. That's you've incredible. You have no me, idea.
2: You've made me now want to rush off and hurry up and have a kid just so I can breastfeed, oh, so I God can get me. no, so I can get a better night's sleep.
1: Carmel,
3: have you, <laughs> do you see
1: what you've done?
3: <laughs> yeah, there are other downsides. <laughs> yeah, right.
1: It's bittersweet, Christy, today because um, one of the finest salesman I've ever met in my life is <laughs> leaving us and you know when you're at your workplace and they are those people that work behind the scenes to make sure that everything runs smoothly and uh, they don't get the the credit that they are owed yeah
2: they're the ones that are behind the scenes that no one knows well about. It's we're true. just the face we're the voices yeah, but they're I mean, the ones that do all the hard work well craig makes it look he makes, it look, he makes it look
1: easy he's been doing it for 20 <laughs> odd years and craig is uh, this is his last day craig you're finally allowing us to talk to you on the show. You 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 flat out said you'd never come on.
2: You never even spoke a word ever before on these airwaves and you're doing it right now because you're leaving.
5: Well, that's an accolade. Thanks, guys. <laughs> <laughs> I
2: mean, How do you feel? Have you got butterflies that today oh, is your it's last day?
5: something that I don't do. I just work behind the scenes and, you know, Make it, make it all happen, but uh, you guys do. Uh, really, you're the front guys. You do everything and make this program great. Oh, oh come, come on, Stop making come it about now. us. This come
2: is
5: your, your day, I know what he's doing. He's very good at this. Yeah.
2: Look,
1: you have been here for how long?
5: Uh, over 20-odd years.
1: 20-odd years. So you were here when at the very beginning of this radio station. Before it was hit, before it was Star FM, it was called Rocks FM when it started. Is that right?
5: It was. Rocks right. FM launched. Um, it was a, it was one oh five point one oh five uh, in the afternoon. Um, Lars Peterson launched it. I was standing in the studio. First song we played was "New Sensation," in ex- probably in "Excess." New Sensation.
1: it's wow. the standard song to play when a, a new station or a new. It's always "New Sensation," which is very
2: <laughs> very different to the music that we play now. We don't play in "Excess" well, here.
1: It's funny you say that because I feel like we're kind of coming a bit full circle. We've 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 been that way. Um, we're gone sort of uh hits an old school which we're still kind of doing but hits gotten older the audience has grown with this station i think craig and now we're playing a little bit of the older stuff as well so there'll be some early 90s and there'll be a little bit of the late 80s as well because yeah. um i mean that's what the people have said they want and the the station has grown with them so why should it not oh, um come absolutely. full circle
2: i feel like you'll probably listen to us a bit more now craig
1: <laughs> because I don't, of that you're such a really Nostradamus over here thinks you won't be sleeping in apparently.
5: <laughs> <laughs> I always listen to you
2: guys. Oh. I always listen to you guys. Thank it's you. But that's <laughs> only because you want to check that we're doing the right thing because yeah. that's ultimately what your job was. Yeah, was I just know. Well, we're let's doing anything right. Read, right. Well, our
1: show our show sponsor is Harvey Norman, right? Yes. And you are the sales rep that deals with uh Harvey Norman. I say deals. I mean, you work with them. Yes. um and you uh you've got a lot of other great clients as well, so um all this sort of stuff that we get to do a lot of it you organize for us yeah. so, um
5: I do like the organizing I did uh, bodge, if you remember. More recently was to get you in a, um, a superhero outfit and oh. get you out to harm you <laughs> and to do a live broadcast. You were impressed with that. weren't
1: you? There were a lot of listeners who were aghast that they could see things they didn't want to see <laughs> in that outfit. I knew it was going to be a stitch up as soon as yeah. he said he was going to organise it. I knew it was going to be a stitch up.
2: Craig's so, like oh, my plan has worked. <laughs> but when when the
1: and I when the station started right back in what what year was it?
5: Oh, it was nineteen ninety one.
1: 1991. Wow. Wow. I was about one and a half, two,
5: maybe two. (laughs) So, Christy would have been about three because she's older
2: than me. I don't mind saying that. (laughs) But all this time, you've seen so much talent come through these doors
1: some of them not that great
2: (laughs) we we just roll them over they don't stick around like strawny from triple m next door Mm -hmm. um so
1: (laughs) he says that but (laughs) strawny obviously over at triple m's our sister station for the uninitiated (laughs) and he's right next door to us and i know that you were in there with him just a moment ago so i'll be (laughs) listening to that to see what you said about us
2: yeah who out of the lot that you've seen sit in these chairs i know not these specific chairs because this is a brand new studio but who would be the standouts? The
1: single the singular, the singular. Oh,
2: oh well, it's always it's been well. a team, hasn't it? It's from Rocks FM and Star FM it's, and Hit FM, it's, it's always, always a, a team. team. So right, who is the star team?
1: Well, I've got a good chance of making it because oh, I've had three know. co-hosts.
5: Well
2: <laughs> 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 oh, yeah, three chances at it, is that what uh, you think? Yeah. <laughs> and you don't have to put us in that calibre because we've worked with you recently, so no. Look, Forget have, about
5: us. Yes, no, as a team, I think you guys do He's it. He's saying it because he <laughs> has to. <laughs> Hang on, no, let's cut the BS.
1: Craig's saying it because we're here and you've asked it because we're both here and he can't say anything else. <laughs> yes, Craig, <he> <laughs> okay, let's ask a real question. Of every person that's been on this radio station, who is the number one talent that has ever graced the microphones here at HIT slash whatever else it's been?
2: Star FM, Rocks FM. the greatest.
1: And it can be whoever. I'm not saying it just because I want you to say me. Wow. Even though we know it is.
5: Thanks for the question without notice. Um, (laughs) I would think um, Jason Bodger... No. You rate up there oh, with good. the highest. Oh, there you we go. Certainly do. See how you right? asked the
1: question earlier, Christy, <laughs> knowing okay, what you wanted. Good. I asked that humbly, oh, right? yeah. not wanting yeah. anything for myself, not right manipulating the answer. Right beside you is Christy. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> <laughs> such a, hey, look. Um, retiring, mate. Yes, we're gonna miss you. Um, good. It is a t- yeah. All right. Well, there'll be no tears. No, there There'll be, be tears. no tears because we're going to celebrate, you. Yeah? And I think it's important as well, Christy, we were talking about this, that every workplace has those people that they want to celebrate when they retire because yeah. it's a big deal. And you put a lot into three different radio stations just on this channel. So, um, you know, I remember when I first started at the radio station, I wasn't here on hit. I was on our sister station back in the old days when it was still 2MC, right i was doing a, a afternoon show mm. and um yeah it was uh, you know our relationships grown, and christy and i started around the same time we christy did. was doing the the scheduling like all the adverts and stuff so i
2: it- got to work closely with craig and yeah. y- you wouldn't have known this but he literally was my mentor craig you were the first person in this building that uh you took under you took me under your wing and you taught me all oh. that you could teach. And right? you've been my little buddy from, from the get-go. I know that we don't deal with each other as close as we used to, but you, know, <laughs> you were the one that sort of made me progress in the company. I wouldn't be sitting here if it wasn't for you and the support that you gave me. So, so it's your you. fault.
6: <laughs> <laughs> your fault. I'm stuck with her.
5: Well, thank you, Christy. I think that, um, you know, work dad maybe yeah. is, 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 is the right term. but uh, It was, um, I've always been, you know, Close to you, so you've been through and right up to where you stand now is new in your career, and it's Mm. you've gone. done absolutely brilliantly, Christy. You really oh, have. Thank you, mm. Craig. Well, but
2: there Again, we go. thank you for all the, the hard effort that you've put into your career here. You'll be so, so missed.
1: We are going to dedicate this song to you, Craig. Um, I think it's appropriate. I think that it is um, the only song that we could dedicate to you. It is 12 past 8, and this isn't, this isn't the original version, mind you, but it is a damn good cover. It's T-Shirts. You sexy thing. Craig, you
2: sexy thing.
1: (laughs) Christian Bodge for Harvey Norman Port Macquarie. Bye bye, Craig. Wake
0: up. Wake up. Get up with Christian Bodge on the Mid North Coast. Hit FM.
1: We've got uh, a big question to pose to the Mid North Coast because. Um uh, it's it's quite divisive. Look, for some people.
2: We, we know that Sydney is the hotspot for COVID-19 cases, yeah. um and it's been told that uh, as of one a.m. Saturday, uh, <laughs>
1: Queensland border. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sydney's the hotspot. It's been told, like Sydney's been told.
2: <laughs> yes, as in Sydney sider's. Yes, you've been told you cannot co- cross the Queensland border. But then there's also calls for Sydney visitors that are coming to the Mid North Coast to wear a mask before they enter any shops or stores. Are you for it or are you not for it? that the, the,
0: the, the, the to in up. A fresh way to get up. Christian Barge on Hit FM. The
1: the thing is, is that um, uh, we've heard that people in certain parts of Sydney, certain suburbs, will soon no longer be allowed to um, travel to Queensland. And there they'll soon be When's the border getting shut? 1 a.m. on
2: Saturday. Uh, Sydney-siders will not be able to venture over to the border oh, in see. Queensland.
1: Okay. Well, that's just the thing, yeah. Um, well, the, the the other part of it is is that there's a call for people visiting to the Mid-North Coast to wear face masks. And
2: that's the interesting thing is that we've had some few callers come through because we did ask, yeah. uh, are you for it or are you against it? Should Sydney-siders wear face masks when they are visiting in the Mid-North Coast region? And a lot of them are saying, yes, they should. Mm. But you go further to say... They shouldn't even be able to venture into our neck of the woods. And when Filthy
1: you th- <laughs> scum that they are.
2: <laughs> and when you think of Alex Strawn, our traffic reporter, he is based in Sydney. However, he was born and raised here on the mid-north coast and he does venture this far uh, quite frequently, which means, uh, Strawny, are you up for wearing a, fa- a face mask when you come and visit us?
6: I feel like this is a bit of an ambush. <laughs> it's not
2: an ambush. <laughs> uh, would you do no, one,
6: though? No, I'm, I'm, I'm a firm believer of if you're sick, just don't come. Just don't yeah. bother. Like, why would you do that? Imagine, could you imagine being the person that brought it up there, and then everyone? Could you imagine it? Like, no, nah, it's not. Well, you just wouldn't go. Okay. And to be fair, I think that wear the mask if you, you know, don't be, don't be a Karen from Bunnings because that's just a punish. <laughs> you know, like if you're sick, just don't come. Well, yeah, the, the, I, th- I think
1: the thing is, didn't a couple of fools um, pretend oh. they hadn't gone to Melbourne or whatever, and now that's the, the catalyst for uh-huh. Queensland shutting the borders?
6: Oh. And wouldn't you hate to be them faces plastered all over the papers, full names like you're joking? Would yep. you just, oh, no, you'd have to, I don't know, you'd have to move to Kalgoorlie or somewhere like that, I think, <laughs>
2: Well, that's how people want to shoot to fame. They want to get a name for themselves, and you don't have to go on to reality TV, you just do something ridiculous like that. You never know, it might, it might get you that next break, Alex.
6: <laughs> I don't know what sort of break it would get you there, Christy. I don't know if it would be the greatest. But, um... Wait,
1: so you, um, are you doing any travelling soon? Did you have anything planned that you're now second-guessing?
6: Well, uh, believe it or not, I was supposed to take uh, my grandparents—sorry, uh, my grandmothers—with my dad, who's down the hall from you, and my mum. We were supposed to go up to Hamilton Island in September, and that's been binned. So, uh, <laughs> well, because yeah. of you,
2: though—you got to remind everybody that it's because of you, Alex. Oh, you and your wife y- Beck—you nah, are nah. the Sydney siders so you can't venture over the border because of you. Well,
6: no, it's already in Queensland now, so we're not the problem. They're the problem. <laughs> they are the problem and you know what good on look good on Gladys too just getting stuck in their sisters doing it for themselves did you hear about her She's no what around she do? A bit. oh she did there was a clip of her yesterday giving it to the premier in Queensland mm. it was quite funny actually you should look it up they've had
1: the best sort of um you know problem I reckon I, I was going to say b-fight no it's
2: but, the oh, best um, state of origin really yeah, between yeah, the two yeah. women yeah the, the, the you
6: the know what I reckon fight. though once once this is all over, I mean, State of Origins, you know, we've got to wait till November for that, but maybe the curtain raiser, Anastasia Palaszczuk, Gladys Berejiklian, one giant blow-up pool and some jelly. Let's get it on.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, had it here first with our traffic reporter, Alex Strong. We're going to make oh it a thing. Oh,
0: my girl, You beauty, okay. the content king is here. Oh. Yes, sir. Bye-bye. Hit FM with Christy and Vodge.
2: A fresh way to get up on your radio.
1: I sense a plot to uh, make me look silly.
2: No, Christine. I'm not trying to stitch you up. Remember yesterday when uh, you were talking about the original queen of pop, Madonna, and mm. I thought you were referring to Beyonce. No, she's and then, still
1: the queen of pop.
2: Yeah, but I said Beyonce up against Madonna is so far better Mm-mm. in terms of the style of music You're I wrong. like. And because of that, I just You're thought... Wrong. You know what? You clearly think Madonna is the bee's knees and is the lady and she you is. must know a lot about her that, yes, we're going to play a game of true or false and you have of to course we are. let me know if this is true or false in regards to Madonna and okay. her life.
1: Are we getting All right. into it now? Yeah.
2: Here we go. True or false? Was Madonna a straight A student and she got a dance scholarship from the University of Michigan? Uh, well, she's from
1: Michigan, so I would say yes, because she went to New York after that.
2: Well done, you know Madonna. Okay. All right. True or false? Madonna's favorite makeup is mascara, and she's allergic to perfume.
1: I've heard from people that apparently she does smell a bit, but <laughs> I would say I would say true. I would say true.
2: Wrong. Okay. That's Beyonce's. Okay. Uh, thing. Whatever. So she's alluded to perfume. But the, last the, one. these
1: questions at the moment don't really, uh, yeah. they don't really say who's the queen over who. So no, I'm
2: just, just Okay, it's all, good, it's all good. All right. Last one. Uh, Madonna she's overprotective of her DNA, that she has to appoint a sterilisation team to completely yeah, remove it's all true. her DNA from the room. It's true. You got it right. Yeah. I'm not stupid. I know Madonna's a bit strange.
1: Is that <laughs> it? Is that uh, all you've it, got? It. okay I just right. wanted to
2: see how much okay. you knew Madonna.
1: So you, you, we had this debate yesterday um, off air because I thought, no, I'm not going to do this on air. But you say that Beyonce... Um, overall is better than Madonna.
2: The better queen of pop.
1: No. Yeah, and it Why? all Why? started.
2: Because it, you know how much of a following she has. No, it
1: doesn't matter. Social media means squat. Have mate. you
2: not seen her booty? Have you not seen her moves? I know Madonna is is an icon you, for her sorry, uh, you, outfits that she wears.
1: Oh, you're a fool.
2: Why are, are we saying a we're a fool?
1: You are, okay, according... All right, I'm going to tell you some stats I do know. Okay, go. According to Billboard 100, she's the second best... Over like overall, she is the second best, only to the Beatles. Artist, she's the best best artist of all time in terms of sales and uh, positioning on the charts. And she's the second best in terms of you know she's an artist, uh, and the Beatles were a group. So uh, artists and uh, bands, I can tell you that as fact. She overall of all time. She also I think she's worth like eight hundred million dollars. She's got um what else? She's got three hundred million. Uh, sales and records, things like that. She has got the highest of the highest, and now you're Googling.
2: No, because I did read uh, somewhere yesterday about Beyonce where it was in regards to her being the first female ever to have six albums reach number one on the chart. That's right. She's
1: the highest grossing artist of all time, a female artist of all time. So she is the queen. That's That's what makes you the queen of pop. What makes Michael Jackson the king of pop is the fact that if you look at his Thriller album Alone, there was about eight tracks on that album, I think, that uh, were all singles that reached number one. So, yeah. I mean, you just don't do that. Are
2: you right, having your debate no, now? I'm just, it was I'm meant just to be you. a bit of fun, but I do have no, a. <laughs> a,
1: a <laughs> I'm sorry. Anyone that's a music lover will know you get. I, I'm not passionate about Madonna in any way, but I'm passionate. I love music. I love music. Like, my favorite artist is David Bowie. I mean, that's a lot older than what we would play, but yeah. David Bowie inspired a lot of people like Lady Gaga. Lady Gaga is a massive Bowie fan. She's also a huge Madonna fan, and she even said her style started as a mixture of Bowie and Madonna. So Madonna has done more to influence other female artists today than Beyonce has. Beyonce's got one style. It's the booty-shaking R&B stuff, which is good, But Madonna has – she's a chameleon. It's the same as Bowie. It's the same as Gaga. And chameleons and people who are able to change uh, with style and through the decades and adapt and keep going, they're the ones that are icons and they are the ones that stand the test of time. So do not tell me Beyonce is the queen of pop. She's not. In comparison to Madonna, she is pus.
2: Well – You're going to be playing a a little bit of uh, the Queen of Pop, the V-Lady, because Bootylicious is coming up next with Destiny's Child.
1: Right. I need to sit down and a cup of tea after that. I'm stressed out.
4: Get up with Christy and Bodge
2: on the Mid-North Coast. Hit FM. That is why she is the Queen of Pop, Beyoncé. You just will
1: not be educated. <laughs> queen of Pop is of all time. I'm I get sorry. it.
2: I know that it's the greatest of all time. I get that. But in terms of uh, the modern days and all her little queen bees that are out there, well, Beyoncé is idolised more so than Madonna these you, days. That's such a she sweeping statement. No, you
1: can't it, make that without any stats. You've got no stats to back it up apart from, look at it, following. Oh, my God, <laughs> Instagram, on oh my God! If we're gone by that, Khloe Kardashian's the greatest artist of all time.
2: Right? If we ask all the young ladies out there, foolish. Um, who?
1: No, they don't decide,
2: Christy. They, they don't know who Madonna is.
1: It doesn't. You're. You are. Who's Madonna? A fool. You are a fool. Look at the top. Look. Here's the top ten. Um, Hottest 100 Australian artists of all time, right? The Beatles, Madonna, Elton John, Elvis Presley, Mariah Carey, Stevie Wonder, Janet Jackson, Michael Jackson, Whitney Houston, Rihanna. Rihanna's in there. Rihanna is better than Beyonce.
2: I know, but in terms of when we were just having a conversation about the Queen of Pop, either Beyonce or Madonna, that's all who we're arguing about. I know the King of Pop was Michael Jackson, and I know that the original Queen of Pop was Madonna. I'm not saying she wasn't, but now...
1: It's Queen B. Okay, if you're going to make a statement as stupid as that, make sure you've got a statistic, one statistic to, to show for it. I've given you so many. I've given you so many.
2: given you so many i do not need highest to argue Highest grossing with female you.
1: artist of all time, Madonna. If you, do you know second highest? Katy Perry. So if anyone's going to be the, the new Queen of Pop, it's going to be Katy Perry.
2: And you've just proven that you're the king of uh, trivia when it comes to it's music. It's not
1: trivia. It's music knowledge. It's credibility. That's what you need on this show. So...
2: All right, let's yeah. go. We're coming back tomorrow for Friday. <laughs> Thank God it's the end of the week. Uh, well, we're in such a good mood. I'm going to go and have a biscuit.
0: Bye. Have a beautiful time. If you want more of Christian and Bodge, catch up on the podcast at hit.com.au or hear them live weekday mornings from 6 on the Mid-North Coast's Hit FM.